and from the gift by Hafiz. How do I listen to others? As if everyone were my master, speaking to me his cherished last words. All right. Well, it appears we have some ego, ego struggle going on. Yay! <laughs> Boo! What? Yeah, welcome to planet Earth in this human experience. So a few things to be aware of. That, you know, the ego runs the world. That's how this is based upon in the soul in a sense, takes on the vehicle of the ego to have experience and expression here. And a big part of this journey is learning how to really rise above the ego and the mental structure so that the soul begins to live in a greater freedom and expression and not be limited and controlled by that ego mind structure. And often we'll find ourselves pressed up against this. One of the ways I experience it, like today, I literally feel a pressure in meditation, pushing, 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 right even here at the seat of the soul, right at that level of where we are rising above the mind, in that mind trying to hang on and control, to make happen, to have expectation, to do what it can, to get what it wants. And part of what it wants is not to lose control over the soul not to lose control over who we are. Because once it does, it knows that it's only a matter of time now before it dies. So if anything, the ego mind structure is even run by the fear of death. Think about that for a moment. The fear of death. The soul's not afraid of dying because it knows it's eternal and always living. It never dies. It's only the mind, the ego structure, the body, this whole consciousness here in this realm of time and space that runs these misconceptions or fears of dying because this world is about birth and death. So it's run and dominated by that. So a big part of this process of the soul moving into its freedom and liberation is also learning how to work with this mental ego structure that is part of this creation. And it's so funny because it's actually a very easy process. It's a very simple process. It's as simple as the words I shared even moving into the meditation today. It's as simple as surrendering and loving God and allowing God to love us all the time. That's what we say in here over and over. It's as simple as that. But the mind and ego structure will fight and rebel and make us believe all sorts of things. The mind will create a movement in the emotions and into the imagination, giving us ideas of how it's supposed to be or how we want it and what's right and what's wrong. Even the way spirit is, the mind will try to tell us the truth of the divine because it does not want to lose control. But the challenge we run into is that we think we are that mental ego construct. And so we find ourselves in a battle. 
in ourselves. We don't know the difference until we rise above it and know the difference. But until then, we don't know the difference. So we think it's who we are. Gosh, we even say words like, I'm confused. I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling. Is it really the I am? Or is it really just the ego running its game? There's a simple giveaway right there. Anytime you find yourself in that game, that struggle, that challenge, when we find ourselves in challenge, that's simply letting us know that right at the moment, we simply are caught up in the focus down and out into the world, down into the ego, down into the mind. That's all it's letting us know. It's not who we are. It's simply we're focused there, so we're having the experience of struggle, the experience of ego domination. Forget about world domination, man. It's hard enough just dealing with ego domination. Good luck just with that. In other words, don't worry about the world. Believe me, it's going to take care of itself. It has been. So remember, when you go through these processes, and it doesn't matter what you call it, confusion, doubt, worry, fear, struggle, challenge, stress, distress, whatever you call it, it's all the same. It's all the same. Just different details. But any of those experiences are simply letting you know what you, the soul, are now focused into and having experience with. That's all. That's it. The funny thing is, you don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to make it any different than what it is. You don't have to change it. In other words, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But because of the experience and how it feels and looks and sounds, we think that something's really off. Oh my God, I'm out of alignment. I'm not living the loving. I'm dominated by evil. I'm possessed. I'm obsessed. I'm whatever. Sure. Whatever label you want to give it, it's all of that. This is part of the experience. The funny thing is, often the way it works is that when we go through a hard enough time with the struggle and the stress that that ego structure will bring us through, it's often not until we've had enough that we finally move into the place of surrender or letting go. But often when we get to that place, we often feel like it's what? Hopelessness. So we're giving up out of hopelessness. And we hear all these things. Don't give up. Never lose hope. Have faith. Trust it's going to all work out. And then we practice faith and trust and hope and we do it over and over and over and over for weeks, for months, for years. And it just doesn't seem to change. And so at some point, at many times in our life, we eventually arrive to that place of where we really do give up, even in hopelessness. But again, and I know I've said this before, that's a wonderful thing because it's at that point that we finally do now move into surrender and letting go of letting go. 
See, we have the choice. There's always the freedom of the choice to let go of these dynamics, of these experiences. But we inside of ourselves have to and will come to the realization of what our experience is that's unfolding in this ego nature, this ego structure and the dynamics of that. You see, that's part of the journey. The soul's here to have that experience, to awaken and to know. We've heard those phrases, to become one with all of God's creation. Well, this is part of God's creation. And in order to become one with God's creation, we have to allow ourselves the full experience of the creation. Because if we resist it, we're not allowing ourselves the full experience. So what are we really letting go of when we say to let go and to surrender? We're letting go of our resistance, of our beliefs, of our expectations, of our thoughts, of what we think it's supposed to be. Because we're having the experience. Can't let go of that. Haven't you tried to do that? I give this to you, God. I let go of this experience. And yet, there it is. And you go, this shit doesn't work. I hear you talk about it all the time. It's not working. What's going on? Well, it's working. But you see, it's a step-by-step-by-step process. Because first, we have to begin this action of letting go, what we think we need to let go of in order to be free and open to the greater loving. But that's just the beginning. That's often the outer process. We have to come back to the inner in order to fully realize and awaken and understand what the experience that is unfolding for us to finally get to that place of where we do let go. And eventually, as we take those steps back from without here, back to within here, that we begin to awaken and realize, oh my gosh, I have been resisting out of my fears and judgments and worries and expectations and wants and desires and greeds and lusts and blah, 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 blah. And we come back to the place and saying, oh my God, I hear these guys all the time talk about loving and accepting everything. Everything. Bar nothing. Nothing, nothing on any realm, any level, any experience, anything to love and accept all creation. And when we can fully, truly move into that is when we now move into our freedom and awakening to the divine that we are. And in that, remember... In our divinity, we are one with all things, with God. And God is in all of creation. So remember, to awaken to our oneness with God, God's in all creation. So you're going to awaken to God in all of creation. So resist not. Not just resist not evil, resist not God that is in all of creation. So stop resisting. Even the ego, even the evil, even the negative, Stop resisting. It's so funny because the moment you do, all of a sudden you have the experience of the letting go and whoosh, that love just pours through. And when it does, you go, that was so simple. That was so easy. My God, what I put myself through to get to that place where it was so simple and easy to all of a sudden be 
in that river of loving, to be in that greater experience of the divine. What we go through. And then we're only in the loving for a few moments, and then what do we do? We start to judge ourselves for everything we did that stopped us from having that experience of loving. So right again, we take ourselves right back out of the loving and back into now a whole other process. And then we go, oh yeah, oh yeah, let it go. Let it go. That's why you hear Jim and I over and over and over, instead of saying, let go, let God, let God and let go. Because the more you focus on God, the letting go just unfolds as part of the process. But if you're so focused on the letting go, you're trying to get rid of, out of judgment, fears, expectations, everything I'm saying, and then you're in a state of resistance. But sometimes we need to do the letting go first. Because it's calling our attention, pulling on us, pushing on us. So go ahead, focus on it. Focus on it. Go focus on that very thing you're struggling with. But just be aware of how you approach that focus. Realizing you have the authority, the power, the choice to choose and live the loving of who you are in all these experiences, in the struggle itself, as you bring your loving who you are into the experience, you begin, what is the name of that knot? The big knot, you know, with the sword that cuts it, the Gordian knot, was mm-hmm. that it? I should, I should remember with your last name, huh? When you bring the loving of who you are into that, it cuts right through that knot. And sometimes it is an untying that takes time. But you see, the loving knows the best way. The loving knows that which is the perfection of the unfolding of the experience, whether it's untying the knot that the mind has created or whether it's just slicing right through it. It'll be whatever it's going to be. And it'll be all of that because we're here to experience all of it. It's never going to be one way. Even when you have an experience of spirit that is a certain way, and then all of a sudden you think, okay, that's it. This is it. I've got it. And then you all of a sudden move that way with other things in your life, and then you go, how come it's not working? Because now it's time for a new experience. Another experience of how the loving unfolds their experience through this physical ego structure. So all we have to do, in other words, is keep one simple focus in and through all creation, every experience, every single realm. Do you think these other realms of the astral, causal, mental, and etheric are really that much different than our physical experience here? They're not. They are in some ways. Less gravity there. You can fly. Well, you can't hear too. But it's still the same stuff. It's the weight of the karmas, the weight of the thoughts, the weight of the feelings, the weight of the imagination that keeps us from really free, flyly, flying freely. So be aware when you're caught in that game of the ego and the mind trying to figure things out, trying to control things. You'll know because it will cause stress. And it's up to you to do something different with it. 
The ego will tell you how it's supposed to be. The ego will try to control your life circumstances the way it thinks it should. And you'll believe it to be that way. You'll even think it is God's guidance because the mind will create it and drop it down even into the creative visualization and you'll see it. You think you've had a vision from God and this is the way it's supposed to be. So you move that way and it ain't working that way, but then you try to struggle and control it and make it happen. And you go, why isn't this working? Because this was a vision given to me by spirit. What's going on here? Good question. What's going on? Start asking those questions. Because you see, the true path of loving, the true path of loving is simply a path of loving. It's not about the experience that we're going through. It's not about the physical choices we make. It's not about what we think or what we feel or what we fantasize about what we want. That's not the spiritual path. If you're looking to God for those answers, you're not doing the spiritual path. That's the pathway of the world. So we have to let go of all of that in order to begin to walk the pathway of spirit. Don't look to God for all your answers in the world. God's going, I gave you everything you need. You've got everything. Choose it all. That's part of the journey here. Choose it all. Walk through it all. You know all these things about stretching beyond our comfort zones, that type of stuff, moving beyond our fears, overcome the fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's what those are all about. To help us to stretch beyond our own beliefs. Whether they're false beliefs or true beliefs doesn't matter because they're still beliefs. We need to get beyond the belief. It's beyond belief. That's right. We want to get beyond belief. Make all the choices. In every choice you make, this is the funny thing. Any and every choice you make is the right choice. Simply because you will have experience. And in the experience, you will awaken and come to greater understanding and knowing about this physical creation. And that's part of what I was saying earlier about becoming one with God. It's not the path of least resistance. It's the path of no resistance. Give it all up. Give it all up. When you feel like the world's falling apart, you're having a breakdown, celebrate. Celebrate. Say, yes, I am breaking free because that is the truth of what's happening. You are breaking free of that mental ego structure when you have those breakdowns in truth, their breakthroughs, they are breaking down. They are breaking down the control of the mental ego structure. And it's you beginning to get the greater freedom so that you can really awaken and live more fully in the loving. But those days don't come until the karma is coming to an end because you are now moving towards a completion of the learning in that experience. That's all karma is. Remember, unlearned lessons? Well, I like to add another one. It's unexperienced experiences. You've got to have the experience to learn the lesson. 
So you are coming towards the end of a karmic lesson when you have those types of breakdowns or breakthroughs. There's a freedom there. It doesn't feel like it at the time. No, because the ego structure will scream, they're killing me. I'm dying. And we'll feel horrible and we'll believe it. We'll even have dreams and experiences of somebody or something dying or ourselves dying and think we're going to actually die physically. And we can be 100% sure, I'm going to die. It's that horrible. Really, we should be saying, ain't that great? This is wonderful. I'm going to die. Because you, the soul, cannot die. Only you, the mind, emotions, imagination, and body can die. So it's a celebration of the soul awakening to yet a greater awareness of its divinity. When something else dies, something else is being born. And that that is being born is you and your awareness and knowing of the truth of who you are. So remember that. Remember that as you go through these ego struggles. Don't concern yourself. You want to be able, you know the thing, you get free when you're able to laugh at yourself. Well, there's a key. Start making jokes and laugh at yourself when right in the midst of your struggle and your concern and your stress and your worry. Start having a good time then because that's an indication that you're getting that much closer to your freedom. I really mean that. But it doesn't matter what I mean or say. We each have to walk through it ourselves to awaken to the knowing of that truth in which we share. Because it's my truth I'm sharing with you. But you see, it's got to be your truth. It's got to be your truth through your experience, not because I said so or anybody said so. It's got to become your own truth through your experience. That's why we always say, don't just believe the words. They're only words. But the words can help lead you to that experience of your truth. But like I always like to say as well, to awaken to the truth of the divine, we're also going to awaken to the truth of the illusion on that journey to the divine. It's just how it works. But you see this path, the sun and light, it gives us the keys and the tools by which we can now enter into and awaken on the fast track quickly. The fast track, instead of taking thousands of more lifetimes, think I'm joking? We can do it in one or a few. That's fast. Those keys of initiation, those keys we call the sacred unspoken name of God, are the tools. And what are those tools? Loving, accepting, and forgiving. Simple. There's a lot more tools, but all they are are expressions coming out of the oneness of loving. It's all loving, but they're all tools as expressions of that loving oneness. That's what they are. But those keys, those names of God, that is the very living, loving essence of God. It is placed in the consciousness, as placed with the soul. That the soul takes hold of, 
It's like the hand of God. Not like the hand of God. It is the hand of God being extended to each of us. And as we receive the initiation, as we receive those sacred names, that is us choosing back and now taking hold of that hand of God. And that's grace. That's the grace of the initiation because it is us taking hold of the hand of God. So now with that, God can now work with us because we are allowing and participating in the action. We're not just saying, okay, God, do it to me. We're saying, okay, God, I'm doing it with you. That's the whole thing of co-creatorship. We're made in the likeness of God, so we have to become godly to not only receive love, but to give love, to be that. So we have to take action. We have to do our part to move into this. And doing our part is simply taking the hand of God. But then even once we take the hand of God, God lifts us up. And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, there's a little hole through this level and our hand can make it through. And then God's sitting there tugging, tugging. And we go bump, bump. And we're going, what's happening? I'm stuck. Often we use that word. I'm stuck. That's right. The hole's too small because you've only been doing a little loving through that area and there's all this other junk in the way. And then we hear the word, like I just said, junk or karma or crap, and we think it's bad. And then what do we do? Instead of loving it, we judge it. And then our arm's through there, so we know we can feel the loving up there. But then all of a sudden, as we judge it, it's like the constriction starts now and the hole gets smaller and we start going numb. And we wonder what happened. And we go, did I lose my connection with God? Is the initiation working anymore? How come I'm not experiencing loving? Well, you're experiencing something else because of what you got caught up in and where your focus is. It's another reminder. It's a slap in the face. You don't have to worry about turning the other cheek, man. It's going to happen. It runs unconsciously. But you see, if you start realizing the way these things work, if you're going to have an expectation, you'll expect all this stuff to kick up. They go, yeah, there it is. But you go, no, I don't want to have expectation because then I create my experience, right? Yeah. Kind of, maybe. Don't worry about it. You start playing those games, that's the mind again trying to figure it out, and then it's got you trapped once again. The mind will make you believe you've got to figure things out to learn the lesson, to know how it's done, to get free. And that's a game the mind will do to keep the soul entrapped. you got to give all that up if you want your freedom. But again, you've got to walk through your life experience with your eyes open because that's the only way that you're going to begin to see and understand what is going on and how this journey of life of spirit, of you, is truly unfolding. It's called self-empowerment. It's called taking authority. It's called being responsible. How many times we hear Jim say, take responsibility for your thoughts and feelings, your actions and reactions. That's what it's about. That's why we say this is the threefold path of meditation, self-study, service. Well, that self-study part is a big thing. 
That's called opening our eyes, paying attention, learning from our experience. Not judging how many times we've done it and we think we're so stupid because it's taken us so long and why can't I get it right and why can't I get it sooner? But rather saying, oh, we all learn through experience. We all learn through repetition. It's through doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over that we really learn all the details that are part of it. You don't just learn one part of it. You learn all of it. And as you learn all of it, you're free. Because then you see all the little games, all the little experiences that come with it. And then when you have that, if you're listening to what I'm saying right now, if you have that, you have the bigger picture. If you have the bigger picture, that means you, the soul, are now awake. And you are seeing now the truth, which is the divine, even in the illusion, you're awakening to your oneness with God. So don't resist the illusion. Participate, but do it with loving, with your eyes open, with awareness. And as you do that, you're automatically going to start to love all of creation. But you have to first start by loving your own creations. As you can love your own creations, then you will know how to love all of creation. And then you become one with God that is not only in all of creation, but beyond creation itself. Creation came out of God. God's not creation. God is the creator, the beingness that created in that essence of God of the Creator is in all of creation. But we have to walk through that. You know, we also hear Jim say, God first and God only. Look for God in all things. So you awaken to God in all things. That's how you awaken to the Creator within all things. And that's how you awaken to God. But you always have to just keep looking to God to see God in all things. Follow those words and you'll find that source of loving.